let's talk about this idea that's pervasive and um, controversial. I'm talking about the ideas of uh, what's known as white privilege and how it is perceived by you and I, but also perceived by everyone and what I think is incorrectly. Hmm. But I'm going to start off by asking you, what is your, um, you know, what is your experience with the idea of white privilege and what do you think about it? Yeah, so I like the way you describe it as an idea, too. Um, and I think that's the way to look at it, in my opinion. So I would say that I believe the idea of white privilege refers to the idea that members of a certain group, which in this case is Caucasians, are essentially afforded more opportunity or resources than other groups. And this isn't an attack against you, but this is just an attack against that idea. Like, um, I think that's just retarded. Um, in terms of what the idea of white privilege means as far as the concept, like it's used that way a lot. And I think that's just mistaken. You know, um, at least it's just a misnomer because there's a lot there that's, you know, you can't encapsulate into uh, you know, one for one, a white person getting more resources than a, let's say, a black person. You can't necessarily do that. That's just not, you know, because you can easily point to some uh, uh, white people being having less resources than a black person. So it's like it's not it's not a, 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 a really good concept, really, even at the aggregate. It's like it, it doesn't quite it doesn't quite make sense. It's not very useful. Let's, let's put it that way. Okay. Um, can I check in real quick? Absolutely. Because I'm, I'm just trying to d differentiate. Are you saying that, in your opinion, um, you don't really believe that white privilege, as I described it, exists in that way? Or would you define it differently? Yeah. So, I, like, it doesn't quite exist in exactly the way that, that, it, that it's often being used as far as, like, you know, like kind of like a one-for-one -one comparison against the white family versus the black family, like, oh, and use almost as a tactic, to, as a shaming tactic to say, um, you know, this family has more than this family, so, you know, and then there's some conclusion drawn from that, right? Mm -hmm. Where, um, in my mind, that's just a misnomer. That's the wrong way to evaluate the idea of white privilege. Mm -hmm. I think I'm with you so far, and it sounds like, the description I use is something that you hear about, you personally, I'm saying, hear about yeah. or see, but it's more like something that's being utilized as a description to get to a certain end versus really something that um, exists and represents the idea fully. Is that fair to say? I mean, obviously we didn't flesh it out yet, but yeah, that's that's more of what I'm saying is okay. like it's 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 more complicated it's more of a representative idea and it's more at, at an aggregate level that it's really a slightly relevant idea. So like mostly it's just, it's not a very useful idea. It's just a concept to try to describe something that has happened in, in our, in the history of our country, but it's mm -hmm. not something that's supposed to be used as like a weapon. It's not supposed to be weaponized against mm -hmm. anyone in particular or any group in particular okay. or used as a shaming tactic. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really curious at this point. Um, because we'll get into the complexity of it, but right now I'm curious, like, how would you define it, the, the idea of white privilege? Yeah, so first of all, I, I, it's it's hard to get by the um, connotation that exists for that word. So it's like, um, I almost want, would like to throw it out and invent something new. Hmm. 
We can come back to that possibly. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's just you know it has such a negative connotation that it's just hard to get past. But anyway, we'll move along with it, and I'll describe it as as such, where the concept behind white privilege is just something to codify the history of of disenfranchisement of minorities in the country and, and, and relatively recently and the second, third, and fourth order effects of that, that disenfranchisement. Again, it's not meant to use though that those effects to say that they're still happening because in, in, for the most part they are not and that someone needs to pay for it or someone needs to feel guilty for it. Um, it's not, it shouldn't be used to that. Mm. It's really just meant to codify these things in a way that is, you can you can talk about them so that you can improve going forward. But what people are using is they're using it, they're weaponizing it and trying to use it as some type of like insult against someone else. Like you hear people saying, "Oh, check your privilege" all the time. That's not a very useful thing to say to someone because, in all honesty, there's a lot of there's privilege in all like. There's privilege in being black. There's privilege mm-hmm. in being a woman. There's privilege in being a man. There's yeah. privilege. So it's like you're you're not saying anything that's useful by saying, "Oh, check your privilege." That that's yeah. not saying anything. That's just yeah. that's just muddying the water to 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 focus on something else, like other than the topic at hand. Absolutely, I think um, that's a good way to put it because I see, um, you know, we started with the point of white privilege just to get something specific on the table, but as you well well bring up, like. There is privilege in many different senses. It's not to say that white privilege doesn't exist because that's a big piece of this too, is is that some people just like to say that, oh, white privilege doesn't exist and just kind of ignore the fact that it definitely does, but just not to the extent like, like, and I I can see kind of the point of what they're trying to say. They're trying to say that people, um, basically the same point I'm making is that people are using it incorrectly Mm -hmm. and using it as a weapon to try to shame and, and, and manipulate people into, into, feeling bad about um you know our past which is probably toxic and problematic but yeah. it does exist just not in the way that people are trying to make it seem yeah yeah i mean i think the point we've gotten to so far in this conversation because we're talking mostly semantically and we'll get beyond that yeah, now that's, but yeah. that being said i think the point we've got to in in going over that um which is good to know is that the way it's communicated about is leading to issues because the problem is people use it um, too much to analyze current or future actions and try to make make it you know an influence on that rather than the way it was kind of intended as you described I think well um, it's more about describing a previous situation and kind of uh, rationalizing it to analyze and to learn from yeah and and I mean it is um, a useful tool to kind of analyze going forward and in current situations, but not in such a way that is is derogatory towards any other group. Like so, a lot of people use this to kind of be derogatory towards whites um, to say that you know whites should be doing X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. And really, what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to be used as a tool to kind of evaluate. Okay, um, for mostly for pol- um, for political reasons and for social reasons, you know, to evaluate. Okay, this thing happened in our history 
this thing happened to generations of this, these, this type of people. Um, it's, suppo it's supposed to be used to kind of have compassion and look for things, how to rectify the issues at hand, as opposed to trying to place blame for those issues, which I think a lot of people are using in that way to kind of be like, oh, well, they're, they're using it in a way to point fingers and, and, and place blame on, 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 on different groups or specifically white people in this case, and using it to place blame in, on white people instead of taking the responsibility out for themselves to say, yes, we are affected by white, have been affected by white privilege, but how do we get beyond that? How do we get, go past that? So it is something to, you know, evaluate the future with. It's just not in the way that's placing blame or, or derogatory to someone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm wondering... Where do you see specific examples of privilege being used beneficially or or effectively? Let's say. Well, I, I, like like we talked about, like you know, people have different privileges, you know, based on their based on many different levels of analysis in terms of you know whether they are a specific uh, uh, um, ethnicity, whether they are male, female, whether they you know, are born in America, whether, you know, whether their parents were 6'2", you know, there's all different types of factors. That's why the, the idea of privilege is just not necessarily a useful thing. Um, it, it has its, it has its value in certain, in certain very strict contexts, but it's, it's, it's overused to the point where I almost want to say, like, most people should not be even thinking about it. Like, it, it should not be something that's levied as, you know, in the way that people are using it. When it is used well is in a situation, and I know this is going to catch some flack, but I can, I'm probably somewhat of a conservative type as well, but I don't agree with the conservative analysis of, of this situation. For example, Colin Kaepernick, his, his kneeling, this, that was a perfect situation where a, a person in privilege used that privilege in order to, to garner awareness for a particular issue. But I'm referring to someone who's in a position, who has a platform, who use that platform to shed light on a situation that otherwise might not have gotten, you know? Okay. So I think we should tie this back to white privilege because it gives us a specific to focus on here. Um, yeah, So let's talk about white privilege as it relates to the, let's say, positives and negatives. White families have, are more nucleus, like they, they exist mm -hmm. much more so than black families do, for example. So basically the, the, what's happening is people are using the term white privilege almost as a way to say, oh, well, I can't succeed in the world because there is white privilege that exists. You know, like instead of it being something to say, oh, this is something that I just have to navigate around. This is, you know, um, I was born without parents. And me specifically, that's the case. You know, I was born, you know, without, um, I mean, I wasn't born without parents, obviously, but like my parents weren't in my life uh, for various reasons I won't go into. But, um, you know, some people will, will use that to say, will, will use white privilege to kind of explain away the fact that you still got to get your ass up and go make something of yourself. That's not what the the concept is supposed to do. It's supposed to, it's not, it's not supposed to be used as a blaming or, or a tool to weaponize against someone. It's more, it's more of a way to escape that victim mentality. For a black person in America, for example, once you recognize, oh, there, there has been white privilege, say, okay, this may have happened, so now I have to work harder 
for for me to be successful because I don't have those same advantages. So I have to figure out a way for me to for me to excel in this world. I have to figure out a way around that gets me to the same position or higher without that privilege. It's not a, it's not something that's supposed to be used as a tool to say, oh, check your privilege type of thing, which is something you commonly hear in um in parlance among people. It's not meant to be used as a shaming tool. It's meant to be used as something for an individual to acknowledge, perhaps exists, but then to say. It's their responsibility to, uh, and maybe on a social level too, it's our responsibility to kind of um, to acknowledge those things so that people can avoid the pitfall of, of thinking that they cannot do they cannot do something based on white privilege, but more so, how do you get around uh, um, and, and still accomplish the same things because that exists? Does that make okay. sense? I think so. I mean, is it? essentially fit within that to say it's being used as a negative comparison tool and that is not how it should be used yeah that, um, that's a good way to describe it it's used, being used as a, a way to compare one thing to another mm-hmm. as opposed to it being used to illuminate uh, subjective experiences that are mm-hmm. like again I, I'm going to preface this with, with the fact that Everyone, every, everywhere, every single person has a different subjective experience and have a different level of privilege based on that, that experience. So it's, it's, it's almost a useless concept in many ways, but, and which is why some people say it doesn't exist. But I think in, in this case, it's such a strong and prevalent concept so that it does have value, but not, not the way, not in a way that's supposed to be used in a negative, uh, as a negative comparison. Yeah, I like that we frame that. And even the description of like using it as an illuminating tool is engaging and I think very uh, positive in its affect, so to speak. Um, yeah, and I and so I, I think it's important, and I apologize for interrupting here, but like um, the problem I see is that people would see it, see the problem, right? But then focus so much on the problem mm-hmm. instead of actually moving past that and saying, what can we do as a result of this? Like, how do we move forward? They they want to you know place blame and and and, and be vindictive almost mm-hmm. in a negative way, where it's like, okay, we got you. That shit sucked. That was terrible, but. What are we going to do about it going mm-hmm. forward? And it, it's almost like people are looking for um, for reparations as opposed to solutions. And reparations, I can yeah. tell you, are not a solution. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'll let you speak to that. And um, I think I know what you mean because, yeah, I mean, talking about problems and solutions, I think, is a good way to frame this in, in generalities because what that concept does is really raise a red flag of, hey, there's an issue here. And I think that's the point um, that you're getting to in a lot of ways is, you know, once we see the, the red flag of this issue, stop focusing on the issue and focus on how do we get around or get past the issue to the solution, as you put it. And privilege in general there is not the, you know, white privilege or the negative connotation of privilege as we're talking about in this discussion. That is not the solution. That is the indicator that there's an op- opportunity to find a solution or a solution is needed. I apologize. My uh, my brain went somewhere else for a second. Um, so um, I just when yeah, you said, I just made it through backflips because it was it was just such an eloquent point. I think. Yeah. Can you can you? I mean, I, I don't know if you're joking there or not, but can you re, re, can you restate that? Sure. So um, what I was saying is that this, I think it's such a poignant phrase, and even like though we can, you know, you and I came into this prepared for that to be a, a poignant thing. Um, 
even that being the case, like talking about white privilege or something similar, like you said, is such a, a negative connotation, negative tool in so many ways. What it does is it raises a red flag. So it, mm. it basically says, all right, somebody rose the issue of what we're calling white privilege. Now, now that's where you kind of put a good pause on it of stop there. Don't delve more into, oh, let's, let's go into what this privilege is and what it means of the past and reparations and things like that. Because then we're working backwards. And what we need to do at that yeah. point is use that at red flag as a point to recognize and raise awareness of, okay, so the issue of white privilege has come up. That is just raising our attention to that's the, there is a problem. Let's stop calling it, a, talking about what the problem is. Let's now just agree on we need a solution and then focus yeah, on finding and it's, a solution. Um, so uh, I like the way you said that as far as, you know, like it being a point of a focal point so that we can build solutions off of. And I think what happens is it's, it's not a matter necessarily of, of not talk, identifying the problem, but wh where it becomes problematic is when people try to put everything under the umbrella of white privilege, where instead of like, so <clears throat> the, the white privilege becomes a scapegoat for everything. And it just becomes a matter of we're, um, a, a, a thing to blame for the lack of success of, 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 of minorities. And it's like, that's not useful. So as a, as a rule, rule of thumb, for, in my mind, whenever I hear someone mention white privilege, I think I, I, I listen to what they're saying, right? And, I, and I, I, I listen to what they're prescribing. And oftentimes they don't prescribe anything, which is why, you know, people that are more, you know, white people in general will, will also have come to this conclusion where it's like, well, you didn't say anything other than, other than try to blame someone else for your own failures. So it's like, yeah, in that case, it doesn't exist in that way. Like the idea of white privilege is you just you just um, completely like it doesn't exist in that way, and, and that's um, you should not be using it in that in that way. Yeah, and well, you, you let me basically... um, just jump in here to say like I like the way you described it as a scapegoat because that term is is a good one to use in that a scapegoat never benefits anyone really. It's used as a justification or excuse. And even when it's somebody's excuse, it's not benefiting that person really. It's exactly allowing them. It's to... perpetuating a victim a victim mindset that right. is like, like if you constantly go through the through it's the world easy. thinking that you're it's a victim, it, it's you know you don't you never develop the strength needed to 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 actually like transcend your circumstance. Yeah, you 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 always be that you're always a per, you're always portraying yourself as that victim, and that mm -hmm. sucks. Yeah. And I, I really like that we got here with this because I think it's important for people to realize, um, and I think many people do it at whatever point, but it's, it never you know, should be understated. Blaming never really has a positive impact for anyone. And the more you blame somebody or something for problems, the more you're doing yourself a disservice. That's what people don't realize. Yeah. It's a, a zero-sum, short-sighted game to try and put effort towards blame. You're wasting your own energy and you're eventually exactly and if if the if the idea though is that you know people acknowledge white privilege and want to do something about it now now we can have that conversation if mm -hmm. we're looking for ways to say hey let's let's even the playing field so to speak because there are still artifacts of this you know, of the, those white privilege of that white privilege that we need to kind of address um, if if we're trying to have that conversation, then it's actually productive. Then if you're not if you if you stop with the blaming game, where like let's say I accuse you of having white privilege, it's mm -hmm. like you're forced to have to defend the fact that right. that 
you know, you, you're forced to have to defend something that you had nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. Like you're just living your life the best to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. But if I come to you with a, a, a different approach and I say, look, man, um, uh, uh, I just need some, I need some assistance. I, I see an area that needs, that needs to be addressed that perhaps you might be able to help with. Mm-hmm. And, in that case, you can you might be able to even use your privilege in that case to kind of bring awareness and assistance mm-hmm. to the situation where it's no longer about me trying to blame you for right. for it. It's about, OK, do you see the same problem I do? And maybe you will. And maybe we can address the issue mm-hmm. as opposed to it being some fucking scapegoat blame game that it just just is just destructive. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it's funny because me when you bring it to my attention, like you said, maybe I do recognize it. Maybe I don't. So, you know, yeah, what? Exactly. that's a benefit, too, because to yeah personalize this for a second, like, you know, and just speak to this example a little more exemplified, like maybe hypothetically, I do have something that you don't or that, you know, could benefit you or both of us by examining or working with. But I might not even be aware of that. Like, I'll, I'll speak to my own experience or lack thereof. Like sometimes um, when I've learned about privilege or you know whether it's white privilege i have or just privilege i have from my life like you said we all have privileges in different ways when i've learned about it it's filling in a gap of ignorance that's literally what what learning is so if you try to speak to me like you said if someone tries to speak to me about something i'm just straight up not aware of being a thing and they say hey you're using your white privilege i'm like what do you mean? Like, I, I have nothing yeah, and to do you, with like that. They're like making you be, def- you're, they're making you defend something that you have either no knowledge of or that you, you just simply don't agree with. And mm-hmm. either way, it's, it's con- causing this combative interaction that does not have to exist. So, yes. And I, I want to just say something to that for a second, because this is important for people to, um, to hear and to have, you know, if they're going to do anything productive with what we're talking about right now. You made one point, and I'll make the, the other, and I'll reiterate both. Um, because both parties in that situation have an opportunity to do something. And now after yes. I say this, nobody can pledge ignorance who's listening to this. Number one, you actually said it, um, and I don't want to get lost in the shuffle, but you said when you're in that situation, you're the person who's um, not the one with the privilege, but you're in an opportunity there to, um, to communicate with the person. You first and foremost listen. And I think that's a beautiful way to, to handle the situation. You know, forget the romantic language. It's a, an effective way to handle the situation um, and maybe the only effective way. Instead of blaming or instead of pointing to something and making uh, a point for someone who have to defend, listen and engage in a conversation is what you did there. And on the other side, it also takes an effort to um, not be defensive sometimes because you might perceive something as blame or an attack or whatever it is because a lot of this gets lost in communication but to make the effort to not reel back not become defensive not fight back but on the you know on your side maybe it's listening or maybe it's pausing before you speak and just yeah. kind of processing things and trying to analyze you know your own situation not to get to the point of well what did i do wrong here it's not about again right or wrong or blame it's about what do i have here what are they pointing to that i'm not seeing because maybe it's behind me maybe it's okay you know and 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 well said because i think that's one of the bigger reasons why i think the the term uh white privilege is just so corrupt at this point that like maybe we should introduce something something new so that people can instead of because what happens is people when that when that idea comes up people just default to their own scripts of what they've mm-hmm. heard before yeah. you know and, and like trigger. they become and entrenched 
and, and they have that bullshit response and, and, yeah. and become entrenched in the um, situation situation of, of, of what they've experienced before, and it's just Absolutely. not useful. Absolutely. And uh, I like that you bring up the bullshit response because it refers to that first uh, line of defense that everybody has, that trigger of denial of, no, I don't agree with what you're saying or I don't want what you're saying or whatever the case is. And it's you have to get past that to get anywhere. That's just not going to allow any kind of action. It's just regression, if anything. Yeah, so, you know, if the conversation of white privilege is actually going to be fruitful and and constructive i think one perhaps we the, the word should be discarded in favor of a different semantic approach because it's so corrupted in in, in its current state that maybe in order for it to be productive there needs to be a new introdu- word introduced and i think well um, i would i would like to, to 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 take our throw our hat in the ring here and see if we can come up with something that is... Um, yeah, let's, I'm game. Let's do it. That's what we're here for, to get innovative and um, to help solve uh, problems, not create more. So um, I, I have a, a word that comes to mind here, but what do you got so far? Anything? Uh, go with yours, because um, okay. I'm still considering. Yeah, I mean, I think there's no way that this can go wrong. And um, thinking back, I think it's a pretty perfect word for this. Um, instead of privilege, let's say power. Yeah, I'm, that's already co-opted. So, is in other it? words, so is it? <laughs> like, that's I don't think white power. Dis, dis, <laughs> like, disclaimer here. Disclaimer. <laughs> I know the bullshit responses came up all over the map. People yes. just threw their phones against the wall and broke our podcast. Um, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Okay, good. <laughs> like, I even had the bullshit. I'm like, wait, does this dude not know? <laughs> yeah, I get in trouble for my deadpan sometimes, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I've been taught to say just kidding sometimes, just to make it very clear. Um, <laughs> so now that we get that out of the way, we're beyond uh, the power, privilege. Should we stick with the alliteration and find another P word, or should we just go in an altogether different direction? I think um, like the word privilege might be okay, maybe. And the idea here is that, like you introduce a word before that's that that is almost innocent um night um that that implies a certain naivety like it's like accidental privilege or something like that or incidental incidental um interesting like i would say incidental or like basically resulting from previous circumstances as opposed to it being some some um how about the word inherited I like that inherited privilege. Yeah, and I think even if we wanted to go to a different word besides privilege, like opportunity, or um, you know, inherited opportunity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, does that? We can play around with it. Like, does that fit with you know situations that you would think of, or you know, does it fit with being yeah, and synonymous? It's, and it's easier to and it's easier to digest as as far as. Like, you know, not having to come from a position of defending, like, monstrosities simply because of characteristics you inherited. It's like, why should I have to, why should I have to suffer just because I inherited inherited money? It's like, yeah, it shouldn't be a bad thing. You know, you, you, your family did well and, 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 and pass it on. That's what we all really want. Mm-hmm. So that's, with that I shouldn't be forced to think of myself as bad because of that. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, you should not be... Um, on the other hand, which this is, I think, is, is more, it is the more important piece, um, 
that people that don't have that privilege or that um what what, what, what is, or that opportunity mm-hmm. should 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 be more focused on the opportunities they do have. Mm-hmm. Now, here's where it's it, this is this this is. We're going to get into something that's, that, that makes the situation very tough now because this is not to say that, 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 that those opportunities should not be equalized. Like, in terms of, like, um, that's why opportunity might not fit here because opportunity implies that, um, well, equality of opportunity implies that everyone has the same opportunities in terms of what they can do to... to maximize their circumstance in life mm-hmm. and that's not quite the case here yeah, like different the privilege it, well, yeah what we're trying to identify is something that is directly against directly works against the um the um equality of opportunity okay which by no one's fault though so like that's why i'm, I'm pointing this out is that like the world does not the world isn't fair so to set it up as if the world is fair and to just say that everyone should have the same same outcomes in life is that they, they refer to this concept as equality of outcome there's equality of, of opportunity and there's an equality of outcome mm. and equality of outcome is 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 a dreadful dreadful um idea that is is it's kind of the, one of the fundamental principles of, of like uh, communism and socialism where everybody just has the same thing. And it's dreadful because not everyone's going to perform the same way. So not everyone deserves the same, to have the same outcomes in life. And it's um, obviously that we're taking this into a whole different realm of things, but um, we're, we're basically t- this, this concept does bleed into, into political ideas and, and, and things like that. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's why we're, when we talk about, you know, we said how white privilege is where our starting point was, but it, of course, bleeds into other areas because privilege is something that is ubiquitous. And I think, you know, the, the blessing and the curse of using specific terms like that, um, obviously the negative is it's immediately inflammatory in a sense. Um, and I think this is why we get to this point is every culture, every generation does of just an evolution of language because it's, it's not that there's a, a deep-seated new problem arising, it's that we're you know, limited by our own expectations or experiences of that connotation. And so even when you start the discussion with the word white, you know, before you even get to privilege, the second word, I think there's already an instinct, like that bullshit response coming up on yeah. one or both ends, and that's where we're exactly. start, like we haven't even taken the first step and we're already misstepping. And so- Yeah, well said, like in, in- that, which is the exact reason why, like, I want to tackle the subject because it's like it's it's just so, and and almost just by the, the its name, it's just so just inaccurate. Like it's just not a sound idea. Mm-hmm. But there is merit somewhere in there. But even with the name, it just it just goes wrong really quickly. So. Um, I think introducing a new, um, introduce tying this the idea, capturing the good pieces of that idea, and getting rid of where it's misstepping is valuable here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering about just even, you know, as much as possible, just using the the term privilege or using like just more simplistic terms without characterizing it first as you know the descriptor of the group. 
Yeah, exactly. That's why that's that. why the the idea of inherited privilege I think works very very much uh, uh, much well much better in this scenario because it, well, it describes. I get where you're coming it, from with that, but I feel like it's just like kind of PCing. Like, well, I, think people have I would agree if that. it if it didn't solve our problems though. But the idea still solves the issues of it being inherited privilege. You immediately understand that like you're you're you received a circumstance that was you know, not something directly in your uh, doing. Yeah, you know what? It's funny, though. I, I When I listened back to you saying that, I I agree in a sense, but I also disagree in some circumstances where I think people will still take offense to, well, you're assuming that I didn't earn this. And that may or may not be true, but again, again well, I think it triggers the bullshit response in some sense. Well, good inherited. point. Good point. It's just I think it's – I think – we we escape the realm of the connotation of white privilege because I think like what has happened there is like it, is it, it's it sounds it's less of an indictment to the person and again mm-hmm. like we we talked about this where instead of this being used in the context that it's supposed to be used um, it it, get, it gets used as a charge against the person uh, you know kind of like a blame game where instead of it being just an idea to work with and I think. That type, like making it more PC is is accurate in this um, scenario yeah. because it's 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 just something to work with, mm-hmm. like you know, just to get along with the conversation. It's oh, not agreed. something agreed. that is supposed to you know be be stringent and, 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 and like adversarial. Yeah, and and I think we're getting to this because what I'm grappling with is more so the specific word choice that we came to of inherited. I think there's something better there. That hold on. Um, there is something coming to me here of, let's say, situational or circumstantial. I think Circus, that's situational privilege or something like circumstantial that. Circumstantial privilege. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think, I think maybe we can have like multiple like, uh, like linguistic tools here. Mm-hmm. Well, I so think like, that does a better job just overall, in my opinion. And, I, and can, well, I agree in terms well. of. I agree that that would be a useful term, but I think inherited is important because it's like it identifies something that's immutable. Yeah. You've inherited this trait and, you know, through no effort of your of your own, it, you know, God gave it to you. You know, for all intents and purposes, I, I think it's fair to say that um, being white, so to speak, is something that you were born with uh, across the board. So, yeah, I would say... Unless you're Michael Jackson. <laughs> I didn't want to make that one, but yeah. Um, so yeah, let's say, you know, for the purposes of this discussion, if we, if we're talking about race, if we're talking about, um, you know, people can fill in their own blanks here of something that is, uh, as you put it, immutable and, you know, inherited, I think fits that, um, inherited, something you are born with and you have essentially no choice about. Yeah, um, so... I think both are both are useful terms in terms of uh, you know inherited privilege and, and circumstantial privilege mm-hmm. that I think would be very useful terms to 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 go forward with the conversation as opposed to it being levied as a accusation. It mm-hmm. can be they can be used as as pieces of like can be used as building blocks to mm-hmm. form constructive conversations as opposed to it being you know um, oppositional. I absolutely agree. I think um, that's where we've gotten to, is just getting beyond the terms of before and using terms like this. I think it, people don't realize how significant and how often that can make a difference. 
um, is just a simple exchange of a term or yeah, you know, tweaking something minor can have vast ramifications re- in a positive sense. Yeah, I refer to that that as as establishing unified semantics. Like you, mm. because a lot a lot of times people are having disagreements on a semantic level, which is is like people kind of scoff at that and don't realize that that is an important piece to kind of tie down and, mm-hmm. and pin down and and, and and establish for people. Yeah. But like they confuse the semantic argument with the with the logical argument and that's where a lot of a lot of mm-hmm. times people just cannot even mm-hmm. like it just devolves into chaos where yeah. like nothing gets done yeah and i mean it it you can see why because it seems like in that framework people are having two different conversations basically two, two yeah different yeah conversations. they're just talking past each other yeah well said so as we wrap this up here, I think we got to a good point of not talking past, but talking to the same thing. And um, how I would sum up, you know, some of the main points of where people can get to and where we kind of led to with this is um, in those uh, moments where there's a recognition of, you know, some type of privilege being used, you know, and I think this works across the board, whether it's racial or otherwise, when there's that recognition um, if one party can bring it up in a way that's, you know, not attacking and essentially use those terms maybe or something similar of an approach of something more uh, just objective and, and less inflammatory by saying, you know, circumstantial privilege, inherited privilege, or just, just taking that approach of trying to think about what they're saying and how they're saying it first and foremost. I think that opens a door, and I think on the other end, being just kind of open, I think, gets to the point, being open to what's being said on the other side, and then having an honest recognition within yourself. You know, before the external conversation, you have to really have this kind of internal conversation in an open way, in an honest way, yeah. to facilitate. I would, yeah, um, I completely agree there, and I would like kind of um, phrase that slightly different to say something to the effect of, you know, when you're approaching somebody, be careful not to be going to war with them mm. because if you go if you go to war with them, they will go to war with you, and well it becomes a war as opposed to it being, um, you know, anything constructive. Now, on the opposite end, be careful not to interpret something as war when it's really just innocent conversation. You know, like be open to the fact that you just might be overly sensitive, and you know. Um, there really was no aggression on the other side, so you know, be careful of that as well. So it, it's a it's a, a balance that needs to be struck. That's that's takes a lot of um, introspection on both ends. Yeah, well described. And I think people can even examine this as you and I both gave our descriptions. There, we're saying essentially the same thing from two different perspectives, and that's the point. Yeah. So. Uh, that being said, another one in the books from Team Cobb. Any last uh, thoughts or words for the people? Be well. Stay positive. Stay motivated. And uh, peace be with you. <laughs>